0: So I was born in 1999, which means I am 22 years old. My birthday is officially May 24th, 1999, my date of birth. So my level of consciousness was virtually non-existent during the dot-com bubble. And after the dot-com bubble, apparently there were a lot of words and phrases people had to learn, one of which was, this time is different. And they had to realize, that that wasn't an appropriate phrase to use, and they got the reality check when the market crash came, the dot-com bubble burst, etc. And a lot of people are referencing that now, that we can't be caught saying this time is different because ultimately, fundamentals, forces, market forces, et cetera, remain the same, particularly in the long run. And if that's the case, then we certainly should be concerned about this yield curve inverting um, because 100% of the time in the past, it has indicated a recession. However, there's one true set of facts that I think makes this situation, the current market present right now situation, different than the past. This time is actually different. What is different about this time? Inflation. We did not have inflation during the dot-com bubble. We did not have inflation during the 07, 08 crash. I also don't believe we had inflation at these levels or anywhere close to these levels during the Great Depression. So I don't know when we've had a major market crash during inflation. And I'm the jury, in my opinion, is still out on whether or not we're going to have a market downturn caused by inflation, if that's even possible. I happen to see the argument a little bit better for why it is not possible to have a serious market crash induced by inflation, a prolonged crash, a re-rating of stocks because of inflation. If you think about it, what is inflation? It's an increase in the money supply. It's the raising of the cost of goods. In the broad basket, the broadest basket you can create of goods, there certainly is a place for stocks. They trade relative to dollars. If you print more dollars, you have to price stocks relative to how many dollars there are. So if you print more dollars, if there's inflation, it seems to follow that stocks therefore have to be worth more dollars because there's only a finite amount of stocks, but there's uh, more dollars, right? There's only a finite amount of Apple stock. We know there is a lot of stock, and we know there's more IPOs coming, so technically one could argue that the supply of stock is going up, therefore maybe one could argue that stocks should fall. However, I would counter that with not all stocks are quality stocks. Not all stocks are good and some stocks are gonna go to zero. I happen to think one is WeWork. We are short that stock for disclosures. We've discussed that in previous videos, but reiterating that now. So what's my point here? What am I trying to say? What I'm trying to say is one, this time may be different. Okay, that's cool. But what if it's not? Well, more importantly, that we should focus on quality companies because regardless of the environment, as long as they're producing cash flow, they are at a good price, which factors into their quality, then they should uh, continue to do well in the relatively long run. I think inflation is going to put some sort of bottom cushion. Yes, if the Fed were to hike dramatically and run off the balance sheet all the way quickly, we would have a problem. My opinion, I'm actually more concerned about the balance sheet runoff than rising rates. Why is that? Well, inflation's high, rates are low, they're doing 25 basis point hikes. They're going to increase the Fed funds rate to 2% or thereabouts for now. 2% yield increase. We've already seen that factored into the important things like the 30 year mortgage, et cetera. You could even argue Treasury yields. We'll see if they continue to rise. I happen to think they will continue to rise, but we'll see. The balance sheet runoff is really what changes the whole dynamic, even the inflation dynamic. Why is that? Because when the Fed begins to run off its balance sheet, meaning sell down the assets, what they're doing is putting bonds into the market which will cause a sell-off in bonds and a rise in rates. Also, in addition to them hiking rates, possibly even more strongly so than them hiking rates. But more importantly, for the inflation picture, etc., cetera, taking cash, dollars, out of the market and putting it in the garbage disposal. They're going to burn the dollars. It's actually illegal to burn dollars, unless you're the Fed. Look at that, they can print and burn dollars. The only body that can do that legally. So we've got a bunch of interesting forces. They seem to be competing with each other, meaning that the market can go either way, in my opinion. So how am I preparing? Well, I'm preparing for a sideways market. I don't think we're going to get to new highs anytime soon. We are rapidly approaching those new highs. So I'm slowly raising some cash, putting some hedges on, etc. And I am neutral as to where the market goes. There is reasons why this time is different. I don't think we've had a situation like this before. But at the same time, there's a lot of stuff that is the same and can yield some relatively predictable outcomes. And kind of counters what makes this situation different. Maybe it's only different for a couple, a couple months. Who knows? We'll see. Ultimately, the way you can play this and win is by buying stocks that are well-priced, focusing on price, and holding the asset. So that's how I'm positioned. That's how I would suggest you position. And we'll see what happens. That's today's video. Feel free to ask questions. And until next time, peace out.